This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. Win, lose or draw, McDelivery will always help bring home the free points. And speaking of points, order now on the McDonald's app and you'll earn reward points through every delivery. Order today, rewards tomorrow. You in? Only via app at participating restaurants, 18+, plus. rewards, registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Blues Focus Podcast with me, your host, John Graham. Once again, many thanks for taking the time to download this pod from wherever, whichever platform you downloaded it from. Please remember, obviously, you can view this on YouTube as well. And please subscribe to Blues Focus on YouTube and never miss an episode. Always subscribe, leave your comments good, bad or indifferent, and hopefully over the coming weeks we'll get to debate all the top points that you want to talk about and, yeah, just focus on, I guess, the, the next sort of few games ahead. So, as ever, I've got the two Toms with me. How are you, boys? Good, thank yeah, you. Good, thank you. Fantastic. Well, um, wow. Um, <laughs> this just feels a little bit surreal. We've actually won a game. So, it, it, it's nice to... Uh, Tom, you said earlier, it's nice to wake up on a Sunday morning off the back of a victory. So um, I think first things first, uh, Tom G, what did you think of the lineup when it when it was announced? Yeah, I thought it was, you know, pretty good, really. I think um, I think in terms of the, the nature of the game, as I said before, you know, being against a team where that is a must-win game, obviously in the position we're in, um, I was very more than happy just that he didn't do that, you know, the back three or five, whatever you want to call it. I just think, you know, we had this... Uh, just four solid, you know, defenders really in that game. The two in front of that, the one in front of that, and and I thought Hogan, you know, topped that off really with his with his work ethic. Um, I think the only thing, I think, you know, Bella and Sanchez, you know, maybe obviously missing a game the other day. I thought that I just think when they are playing, you know, that sometimes we do need to push them too higher just to give Hogan a bit more support. And you know, if they do get the ball, he's he's got scraps to feed off them, whether it's a cross or a pass or whatever. But on the overall, you know, I was pretty pretty impressed with the with the lineup in yeah. that in that game. Tom, thoughts on on the lineup initially? Um, I was quite happy. Uh, I saw it as a bit of a, you know, I think on the front four, it's definitely kind of a four three three shape. But um, when you kind of step off a bit, it's very much a kind of four one four one. Um, and I think. Yeah, I, I I thought that was a good setup, really. A bit different for Karanka, which was nice to see that he was gambling rather than backing himself like he normally does. And I think he needed to gamble in this game because this is probably the biggest game of our season. And now we've won it, we really need to look to turn around from here. And if he doesn't turn it around from here, then he's got to go. Um, but... 
I've got a little bit of faith in me now that we can kind of bounce from here and start to pick up a few more wins. And um, if we do that, then great. But I tell you what, the, the win overall will be great for the boys' confidence. But I was happy with the lineup because I think the right players were selected for the job, particularly, you know, your Gary Gardner's. Yeah. I thought Christian Pedersen really stepped up. Um, JCS was a brilliant selection and, you know, that paid dividends in the end. And same for Akeem Harper. It's about time he started a game. And I think we've all been saying it for weeks. And, you know, Hogan is actually in good form at the moment. So, you know, you've got to play him. Simple as. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think from my point of view... Um... I think he's sort of limited in, in certain areas because obviously we've got a hell of a lot of, I think, wide players that are available and quite a lot of, you know, those sort of number 10 players. And I think outside of that, it's becoming quite difficult to make those wholesale changes. Having said that, you know, he's been very reluctant not to play um, San Jose. Um, and obviously he didn't, he didn't play in this game, which I think he's showing a capability of... Um, and he's done the same with Clayton, even though they're sort of his players. Uh, he's, not, he's not afraid to sort of bomb them out. And, and that can only be a positive thing. And I think just, just on, the, on the selection and I think the run up to the game. I mean, we're probably and I'm certainly guilty of, um, you know, since, um, you know, the, the recent run of form. It's difficult not to be negative. It's difficult not to be, I suppose, quite toxic and say, you know, the guy's got to go. Um, what was really good to see was that the open letter that was, I don't know who came up with it and it was blasted all over social media about what it meant to the fans. And, you know, that I think it got me out of a bit of a funk um, because I, it's really good that to, to read things like that because I think we all feel the same way. And whoever put that poster up or the banner outside uh, the training ground was just a genius move because even after the game, um, and we'll talk about Cranker in a bit, Cranker did refer to it. Um, and, and I just think that's massive and it, it's very easy to just jump all over people on social media and I know I've not been particularly complimentary of a couple of players, one in particular but we are where we are, you know and um, I think we all need some sort of solidarity yesterday um, and really get behind the boys and, and, I, and I think we did that and, and I, I think his selection was was solid I'm, agree I'm agreeing with you Tom, I think it was a solid selection Um We'll talk about the first half in a second. The only one that I'm, yeah, just a little bit, I was unsure about was just this continual picking of Sunjic when he's been out of form for quite a while. But that being said, I think that's a, a good lead into the into the first half. So, Tom, how did you, what was your view of the first half? Um, <clears throat> I was, I think, first probably 15 minutes, we, we looked... You know, on the back foot, we looked a bit shaky, but nothing, nothing major. Uh, they definitely looked like the more likely team to go ahead. Um, but then they kind of slowed down on their tempo. We took advantage of that and uh, we started to play our way. And um, it's rare we actually see some of that fancy football eventually pay off. But we did kind of play that way. Uh, on the counter-attack and we were stringing some good passes together, some good moves. We really looked like scoring, especially around the half hour mark. We really got into the game. 
Um, then towards the end of the half, we had some good chances. And to be honest, half time probably came at the worst point for us because we just kind of entered into a bit of a kind of dominate dominating spell of the match. And, um, you know, we had some good chances. Gary Gardner header really should bury that. But to be fair, if he'd left it, Dean was at the back post. So you never know. But to be honest, I would have backed Gardner to score that. Um, Shame though, and then he had that another opportunity where he kind of took it past the keeper. Westwood came out to claim, and then was put back in the middle, and Sunjic wasn't able to make anything of it. Um, Hogan had a good chance as well. So no, overall, I thought the first half was quite positive. You know, there was only yeah. really one goal scare, and that was Tom Lee's. But he's a he's a blue nose, so was I expecting him to score? Secretly, no. Um, so no, I was I was quite happy with the first half. wasn't the best, but it was it was good enough for me. Tom G, what, what, how did you think the first half went? I'll be honest, I, I wasn't as optimistic as as probably what Tom was, maybe what you was, John. But I think again, I think it, you know it's, it's a, it was a typical you know twenty minutes championship game, goal kicks, throw ins. You know there weren't a lot happening, but I think there's been a lot of times this season, you know, where we've watched just like that and after that sort of 20, 25 minute mark, we haven't got into that second gear. Whereas, you know, as, as Tom just said, I think yesterday that the, the, the half come at the wrong po- uh, point for us, really. Um, but, I, you know, I just think, as you was just saying, I think that, you know, the main thing we could all see yesterday, especially in the first half and, you know, throughout the second half was at the end of the day, we had a little bit of luck with it. Obviously, the red card will come on to that. But I think we just wanted it more, you know, and I think that's what, as you were saying before, I think there was that sort of togetherness, whether it was from that banner or whether, you know, it was from just players just, you know, working a bit harder or not, but you know, you could see that that work right within the side from from minute one. Really, everyone instructing each other, and I just thought there was, um, as Tom said, the balance of the team was picked well, and I just thought everything about it, you know, the shape, they, they just looked like a team. Yeah, I, I think, um, and I mentioned Sunich earlier about I probably wouldn't have started him. In fairness to him, first twenty, he was really he, he did. I suppose what he's renowned for, which is lots of energy, closing down players. And there were two or three occasions where he really got the high press on, um, forced a few errors and really sort of got us got us up the park a little bit. Um, but I think the key moment for me was on the half hour mark, because I remember sort of making a note about it. Um, Harper, thank God. Thank God we have him, because without him, we're done. Um he took three players out in the middle, literally just by, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. just by being brave on the ball. Um, as I said, I've said, you know, a few weeks ago, people that can get on the half turn, be brave, you know, back themselves. And, um, you know, ever since Kifton Belt left to, you know, when Harper has now started a couple of games, we've now got a centre midfielder. Yeah. And I, you know what, it's going to be, absolutely huge and the thing is by by him doing what he did um and and i i believe really grabbed the game by the scruff of the neck and i haven't seen a blues player do that for a long long time completely dictated play picking the ball up off the center hard dropping in deep always available always wanting it and i can promise you lads if he keeps that runner form up then i think we're in a good place yeah i do we just need i think you just we need to make sure that as a team, we need to. I agree with you, Tom. I think for the first twenty minutes, it was just a bloody, you know, war of attrition, wasn't it? Yeah. It was just a bit of a nothing game, and it took a kid 
to really sort of put put his marker down. And um, I think it changed from that point. I think from yeah. half an hour onwards, we were absolutely the dominating force. They only really like one side that was gonna was gonna go on and and, and win. Um, and I think that sort of we did. And, and Tom, you're right. I think you know, uh, first half ended at the wrong time for us. We'd really got ahead of steam up. Um, but on that point, um, I'll go to you, Tom G. So it, it wasn't great that the first half ended when it did. How did you think the start of the second half went? Yeah, I mean, I think, again, I think, you know, we come out and, you know, probably first five, ten minutes again was a little bit scrappy. But obviously, we got the goal, I think it was 60, 63 minutes or something. And I just think, you know, um, obviously, the set, you know, the sending off was massive in that game. But... Again, in terms of where we went in the second half after we went 1-0 up, I mean, you know, I think that's probably the only criticism I could have is I, I, I don't, I'm not a fan of, you know, we've seen it a lot of times in football where teams play, you know, some normally bigger teams sit back and they will score eventually. And I felt like we brought that pressure on ourselves yesterday with the substitutions he made. Um, I can see, you know, I can see why he did it. You know, it was a must-win game, but I think in terms of, I think we'll probably speak about it more in a bit, but Neil Everidge, you know, he was the man for me in that game, really. I think it was a massive save at the end, really, that, you know, give us three points. But as I said before, I think we I think we we deserve that little bit of rub of the green for a change. And uh, as I said, in the first half, it was similar. We, you know, we dug in and we stuck there and, and we just looked resilient. Uh, but like I say, a few, few squeaky bum time moments at the end, as always. Yeah, absolutely. Tom, similar thoughts or anything to add from a second half point of view? Uh, yeah, very similar. I felt that probably second half, they actually came out the better of the two sides for the first five minutes. Um, I thought Sheffield Wednesday really looked like they had fire in their belly. Um, and then I think they, again, they they ran out of steam because they just went full throttle. Um and after that, we came back into the game again, had a decent spell. Then the red card happened. And I actually thought that we were worse after the red card. Um, we, weren't, we weren't playing as well as we were. But, you know, we caught them on the break. And Helilovic was at the heart of that break. Uh, got into good space, picked out a good pass in Bella. Bella puts in a very dangerous kind of mid, mid-range kind of cross. Um and it was perfect for Hogan. It's the sort of delivery that Hogan's been crying out for for weeks. You know, he he gets into those good positions, those yeah. those areas that d- defenders don't expect him to go into. And Bella, we all know the ability ha- he has when it comes to crossing a ball. He can do it. And on his day, I'd say he was the best crosser of the ball in the side. You know, him and Sanchez have both got that ability, but especially Bella, because we saw yeah. it so much last season. Um, and, you know, it, it paid off and we got the vital goal. Substitutions were worrying because it was like, oh, no, San Jose, Roberts, will he switch to a five at the back? We've done this before. There's a reason why we've dropped 21 points from winning positions this season. And I don't know, it, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't happy at the time, but they worked out in the end, um, which, you know, it was rare, but it, it did work. And I thought... Mikel San Jose, someone who had a point to prove in particular, came on and really had an effect on the game defensively. I thought his relentless pressuring of anyone on the ball coming towards our final third in the game was fantastic. His commitment was brilliant. It was good to see him using his energy in the right way because I think we've all kind of criticised how tired he can get sometimes. 
Um, but yeah, and then Roberts was, yeah. was all right, did his job. So no, it was it was good second half, and we got the three points. Yeah, I, th- I think from my point of view, you know, always big on giving people credit when it's due. And I think the manager made a really good call when he brought Hlilovic on. Yeah. Um, because when they went down to 10, and, and again, from my point of view, but I said before we started the pod, lads, you know, if, if that second one's a booking, then Christ, I don't, my career would have been very short back in the day. Um, but, it, you know, I think it's the, the word intent, isn't it, now? Um, he's taken the ball clean. He's taken the player. Um, so I suppose this down age is a second yellow and away you go. So, um, I th- as I said, the substitute he made in Lilovic was very, very good because we needed somebody that was going to try and take advantage of having the extra man. Um, and, it, you know, pretty much straight away since he, when he came on, he made that darting run. He looks so good with the ball at his feet. I mean, it's, it's a joy to watch. And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't think we'll ever see it, but I would like to see a sort of a, a Harper and Lilovic centre-mid partnership. I think it would just be absolutely phenomenal. And we play some unbelievable football, but I suppose let let one step at a time. Um, Hogan, we said it before. Since the Man City game, he's been a revelation. Um, and if he keeps his goal scoring form up, he does. I mean, he, he we know that he scores in bursts. Um, and along with Harper, he's going to be you know an absolute vital cog in the in you know if we are going to survive, then it will be Hogan scoring. I don't know, maybe another six, eight goals uh, from now to the end of the end of the season. Um, so lots of positives. I was massively disappointed with the the, the substitutions. Yeah. Tom G, you're absolutely spot on. Well, both of you said it. You know, what, why have we conceded so many points from winning positions? Because it just goes so negative. We needed that second goal, and until until we start to do that. Um, and it proved, and the point was proven, and I agree. The guys that came on did a job, but they will always get a chance. A one nil, you're always going to give up a chance in the last five. It just that's just football, whether you're up against ten men or not. And, and lo and behold, you know, as soon as Jordan Rhodes came on, I thought I just don't want to watch this because he, you know, he's a, such a good goal scorer. Um, and luckily, you know, Etheridge made, makes an absolutely phenomenal, uh, phenomenal save. Um, didn't have to do a whole heap most of the game, but fair dues to him. You know, he earned his money yesterday just with that one save. And I, and I hope that maybe, I don't know whether it will give Karanka a little bit of a wake-up call to say, look, when we go 1-0 up and we dominate in the game, when they're, you know, they're down to 10 men, let's go for the jugular. Yeah. Let's go and get a second and a third. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that's his mindset. I don't think we're probably going to change that. But I do worry, we'll talk about Norwich coming up in a minute. But if you go one nil up against Norwich and you're dominating the play, you know you can't you can't then go defensive yeah. because they'll just bury us. So I don't want to be get on a downer because you know fair play to everybody involved yesterday. They stepped up. They they I think they listened to a lot of the the support that was given over sort of Friday Saturday morning, um, and that looked a proper Blues team. You know Gardner got involved, and I've got to say, I said to you yesterday, lads, the utter shithousery that was going on in the last five minutes was a joy to watch. I mean, Gardner's gone down in the corner flag like he's been... Um, And and that's happened to us so many times, um, you know, when when we're chasing a game, when we're 1-0 down, 
and it was just refreshing to see us uh, adopt those um how can i put it um just game management let's let's put it that way um and the more of that the better in my book i i, I wish i'd have been there because i i love stuff like that uh, probably says more about me to be fair um but anyway um, so, so we let, let's let's maybe rate the players because we, we did it a couple of weeks ago, and truth be told, I think it's certainly in the the Luton game. I do, I, could, I just couldn't bring myself to to do it. I, it you know, it, it it's been you know sort of Groundhog Day, same players not performing. It'd have been one. But I think, yeah, exactly. And and you know, now we've got a win under our belt. You know, I, I think those guys that, as I said, you know, the, the people that started and the ones that came on, let's be positive. Let, let's say, OK, well, let, let's let's run through, you know, what, how we felt they played. Um, so, Tom G, let, let's kick it off with uh, Etheridge. Uh, marks out of 10? I'm, I'm going to have to go over 10. Um, you know, I just, <laughs> I just think, for me, I just think, you know, it's a difference between 1-0 and 1-1, one, one, that game was. So, for me, I'm yeah. going to give him a 10, mate. I think it was... And to be I honest, I have, I have been critical of him as well, you know, in past in, in the past couple of weeks. And, um, you know, I think sometimes, you know, I think some of his kicking can be a bit poor as well. And I think, you know, on the overall, that was good yesterday. And I think, as you were saying, I think, you know, the moment where he ran out and stopped him from taking a throw in, you know, like you say, you've got to... That was that, it. I forgot about that. <laughs> 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 I love it. That was good. So, um, I've given Etheridge a nine. Um, okay. I thought he was fantastic. He looked like a whole new man. Um, he looked like the Etheridge we saw at the start of the season, and he had fire in his belly. You could tell he was not letting any mistakes go through him yesterday. Like he just, yeah. he wasn't. Even from corners, you know, yeah, his handling was brilliant, wasn't it? Exactly. You yeah. know, we worry about his handling from corners because of things we've seen this season. I tell you what, every single corner or cross that came in from Chef Wednesday, he was out to claim comfortably. Uh, yeah. he, they didn't lay a glove on him, really, um, when it came to it kind of first one to get to the ball. And it was just nice to see that. Like it, Clearly, I think Etheridge was one of the players that was clearly touched by the banner. Um, yeah. To be honest, whoever made that banner, I honestly think the three—they're responsible for the three points. <laughs> <laughs> I think they made the match, aren't they? <laughs> exactly. So um, no, I, I thought Etheridge was fantastic. He did everything he possibly could have, um, and I thought he was well worthy of a nine. Um, you know, I think I'd give him a ten if he'd made loads of worldy saves um and had an had the the maddest game ever but a nine for me is almost as good as a 10 so I'd... yeah I, I i'd agree i think i think a nine is 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 more than fair tom g you're absolutely bang on I, okay keepers are there to that that's their job you know they're there to 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 make those saves but it was and he's so good those types of saves he's that's his forte that's his strength and i remember i don't know whether it's first or second half but it was off a corner and he came out and he punched it and he, he got yeah. a really good connection on it. it. Took out about three players, including ours. And I'm like, that's what I want to see. I want to see that positivity back. Uh, and Tom, you're bang on. He looked the keeper that we signed. Uh, Cause I've been starting to get a bit worried. I'm not going to lie. Um, I think one of you guys made a really good point on the last pod that. Um, I, th I think his head was starting to go down. I think he was probably one of the few players that, you know, he's not he's not got the scars of previous seasons. He, he hasn't been through the last day survival, you know, 
typical Blues sort of season on season um, sort of situation. So to see see his head go down was a worry, but I think that will just do him the world of good. I think a lot of the players that that performance will do them a world of good. And um, one thing I didn't I didn't mention earlier, with about five to go, and I absolutely loved seeing it. Harley Dean, San Jose. And I think it might have been Jake Clark Salter. Absolutely tore. I don't know who I don't know who lost the ball or it was a bad pass. Tore them a new one. All of them, you know. And that's what you want to see. You want to see encouragement, but you also want to be like people that are brought to account. And you know that you could tell they just were so up for it. So yeah, Etheridge for me, totally agree. Nine. I I, I wouldn't dispute the ten, mate. I, I love I love that. Um, so, so yeah, he's, he's going to be knocking on the door there for, for man of the match, I think. Um, Tom, start with you, Colin. Uh, I gave him a seven. Uh, I thought, I thought he had a good yep. game. Um, wasn't troubled too much. Um, I just think, I don't think he played bad. I don't think he played exceptionally well. I thought it was just a good, decent game from him. You know, he wasn't in it all too much, but when he was, he did his job. And I think a seven is worthy of someone who just did their job on the day and had a good had a good decent yeah. game. So, yeah, Tom G. Yeah, yeah, I'll, exactly the same. I put seven down. Um, there's only you know the, I think the seven's probably the least I've given any of the players today, and there's only a few of them. And I think as Tom just said, really, I just think you know he wasn't you know he wasn't outstanding. He wasn't poor. He was just you know I think as as the others did, they all just dug in, didn't they, and did what they had to do. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you. Seven for me as well. Um, I, I do, I do worry. I know, I know. I've said it ad nauseum on many <clears> pods. <throat> I do think he's exposed a lot by Sanchez cutting in. I, do, I just think he he doesn't know whether it's a stick or twist. It just leaves a massive pocket of space, and I, and I do think that it's affecting his performances because with Bella, you know what he's going to do. So you know, on the other side, Pedersen pretty much knows that. He can keep a real good shape left back. He knows what he's doing. If he wants to get forward, that's his prerogative. Um, but but I do, I mean, I really like Colin. I think he's been a really good player for Blues. Um, so I, 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 for him, you know, he's one of those players that I do think, again, it'll do him the world of good. Tom, I agree with you. I think, you know, it was a very good, solid performance. He didn't make any mistakes. Um so no, I'm really, I'm really chuffed for him on an individual level. Uh, I think it'll mean a lot to him that win. Um, Tom G. Um, Pedersen, uh, I've gone with nine, mate, for Pedersen. I think um, again, I think he was the pinnacle of you know one of the probably one of the three that you could really say stood out in terms of work rate and you know just just desire. And I think. I think that picture I've seen yesterday, I don't know if you two have seen it after the end of the game, yeah. you know, as you saw it. I mean, that just says it all, doesn't it, in that picture, really. And I think um, I think he was probably the first player to, you know, show that he'd seen the, the banner or whatever as well. And I think he was probably the instigator of that, judging on that performance yesterday, showing other people. Um, again, he was tidy, you know, he got forward when he needed to, he defended well. And I think there's a few times where I've watched, probably the last sort of year, really, where... It, when someone's running at him, especially, you know, I think he looks like you don't know where you don't know where he gets his ass all turned inside out, basically. And I think yesterday, I think it was Harris on the right. He was quite speedy for them, and I thought he dealt with him quite yeah. well. So yeah. a nine, I'd say for him. Top man, Tom. Same for me. I went nine. I thought, especially early on, Harris looked so dangerous straight from the off, and I think 
you know, even when we played Sheffield Wednesday in last season, it was Harris who scored the equaliser um, for them under Monk. Um, I think Harris is probably one of their main threats and we did really well to neutralise him, Pedersen in particular, and I think he earned his money that day. Um, yeah. Definitely one of the best performances uh, performers in the side and one of his best performances this season. Um, yeah. So, no, I was really impressed. It was like the Pedersen we, we had under Monk, a couple yeah. of seasons yeah. ago, you know, it, it was nice to see that passion back in him as well because he is a very passionate player and he's he's been without it for a few weeks now, I think. But that can be down to selection because you know he's been on and off in the squad. I, yeah. I, I sorry, Tom. I, I was just going to say just to say on that because I was going to say something the other day about Pedersen and I think you know if you look back on it when I think it was Watford who were linked with him, wasn't it? A couple of years or yeah. a year, eighteen months ago for like twelve million, <laughs> and I think ever since that point, really, I just don't think he's. Whether that got to his head a little bit, I don't know. And I know he's played for his country a few times since, you know, he's not playing badly. But I think since that moment, I don't think he's been the same player, really. But yesterday, no. he was previous to, to his best. I think I did hear yeah, I mean, from a few people that he he was annoyed that move didn't go through. Yeah, which I, can even, I don't blame him for that at all. Yeah, because, I mean, when he came to England, he said his dream was to play in the Premier League. So I completely understand but I don't think he'll care now because Watford got relegated anyway. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, he knows if he wants to achieve his dream, he's got to step up wherever yeah. he is. Um, no one's going to want to buy you if you're p- performing the way you've been. So, no, but I do think he's one of the few players that has that that respect for the fans in particular. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, feels the passion that they feel. So to see him react the way he did and play the way he did was great. I think uh, he was one of the ones particularly motivated yesterday. Yeah. No, I, I, I completely agree. Um, I, I've given him a nine. He was probably approaching a 10. Um, I, I just think he, he set the tone. He set the tone. The lad that he was marking, apparently listening to the commentary, which was so... I, I was watching it on iFollow. God, almost so biased. I know that I know the Sheffield Wednesday supporters, but I turned I turned it off in the end. I couldn't <laughs> listen to it. But before I turned it off, they were saying that Harris has been by far their standout player over his, over their run of good form. And um, Pedersen cleaned him out first five. Yeah, and it's fair play. He kept, he kept coming back for more, but that for me is Pedersen's real strength. And as I said before, there weren't many occasions yesterday where he was bombing on. And I think that's the problem when he does that. I much prefer him to be a bit more pragmatic and sit in this shape, do what he's good at, which is good positional sense. You know, he can, he's, he's got a bit of pace about him. He's not sure I put an tackle in. And I just, uh, again, no, another player that needed a performance like that because I think it'll do him the world of good. You know, he's going to be going into that Norwich game thinking, I don't, I don't really care who we're playing against. We, we've got this, so... Yeah, really pleased and, and I'd agree. He's definitely a fan's favourite because you know, when, when we've spoken, I've been lucky enough to speak to a lot of ex-players recently. A lot of them have been fan favourites because they're just 100% merchants. You know, they'll always put a shift in and Pedersen is absolutely front and centre there. Um, and and, and I, I agree his form has been in and out a little bit, but, you know, this is the problem now. A lot of those players yesterday set a pretty high bar for themselves. Um, and, and, you know, there's no good just doing it once. We've got to, we've got to see it now until the end of the season. So, but as I said, I, I think he was very much worthy of, of a nine. So, you know, fair, fair play to him. Um, 
Tom G, uh, Jake Clark, Salter. One of the, you know, one of the three, mate, I was talking about, I think I've given him a nine as well. I thought he's been brilliant. I think since us three started doing this together back in January, I think we've all said it since then, really. I think after the back end of last season, why he sat, I know he's had injury problems, as we said, but why he's been sat on the bench for so long, I don't know. Um, I think I said it to you two yesterday. I feel like he's probably one of the only centre-backs we've had in a long time where I don't, you know, you feel quite comfortable with him coming out from the back at times if, you know, someone can drop back yeah. and cover him because he's he's brilliant on the ball. Um, I think he's really good in the air as well. And I think he showed that a few times yesterday. He doesn't look the strongest of defenders, um, but he definitely holds his own. And I think he was, I think he was superb yesterday. Yeah. Tom, what do you think? Uh, completely agree with Tom. I thought JCS was fantastic yesterday. Probably one of my... Uh, Man of the matches, uh, in particular, I've given him a nine. Um, I was just really, really impressed. He looked comfortable. Um, I think only criticism was once or twice he got caught out in behind a little bit, but he made up the ground. He's a quick defender. Um, so no, I, I was very impressed by his overall performance. He made himself big and strong in one on one situations and just really steadied the defense a bit and brought a bit more energy. Uh, to our back line yeah. and I think we've really been lacking that um, so no he was I think we've all been saying for weeks that we wanted JCS back in that squad because there's a reason why he's at Chelsea like, yeah. there's a reason why he was captain of the England yeah. under 23s you know it's you, you don't you don't get these things if you're not good so I think we've been crying out for him to play and yeah. he's finally been brought into the side and his performance has merited his selection. And if he's not selected on Tuesday, I will be gobsmacked, but hopefully he is selected. Um, and I haven't jinxed it, but no, a solid performance from JCS and one of the particular players I'd have picked out as man of the match. So yeah, nine from me. Okay. No, I, I, I'd probably give him an eight. Um, what I like about him is, to, to your point, Tom G, he doesn't look the strongest, but Jesus, he puts himself about. I mean, and, he, and you know, he was booked after about 20, so he's running a real, you know, fine line for the rest of the game. So he couldn't, he didn't have the, I guess, the comfort of, you know, one rash, one in his locker. He had to probably, maybe, and maybe that focused the mind a little bit, I don't know, but always been a big fan of him, always. Um, you know, he, he's he's got quality. You can see it, um, whether that's, you know, the way he brings the ball out, his positional sense. Um, and again, I, th I think if he plays from now until the end of the season, then we, we've got a much better chance of survival. So I, I definitely think he's one of the key players. Um, so, so yeah, I, I thought he was very much um, that, that sort of, that glue, I think, that we needed. Um, I was a little bit concerned when when Friend wasn't in the in the starting eleven, but uh, the gaffer's definitely you know the selection. If I'm being honest, um, I, I can't criticise him for it because I think uh, he got it. He got a tune out of pretty much everybody. So uh, yeah, you know the lad's got to keep playing. It's as simple as that. You know we don't want tinkering going down the road. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, so uh, Tom, your, your friend of mine, uh, Harley Dean. Um, what, what what did you think? Um, I thought it was a solid captain performance from Harley Dean, to be honest. Uh, rare it happens, but I thought he was fantastic yesterday. Uh, really stepped up, looked to get behind his entire team, uh, motivate them. 
you know, he finally started barking some proper orders. Um, and I thought he looked solid himself. He just needs to keep shaving his head and we'll yeah. play well. <laughs> um, and, he, you know, I was, I was overall quite impressed with him. Steady performance from him. So I gave him, a, I gave him an eight. Um, I don't think he was as good as JCS yeah. or had quite the same impact, but I thought no. he did his job, but he did it yeah. in a, a very, very exceptional manner. And I thought um, he couldn't have done much more, to be honest. Um, I think there was a few times where he lost aerial battles in the box. Um, but it was nice to see him not getting caught out upfield for a change. You know, he was quite composed, yeah. didn't do anything rash or silly like he has done before. So no, it's nice to see him compose for a change. And um, yeah, no, my only criticism was he lost a few aerial battles. Um, that could have cost us, but obviously Ethers saved us right at the death as well. So, um, yeah, no, I thought it was a good performance from Dean overall and uh, captain the team well. So, a solid eight from me. Yep, so I'll, Tom I'll, G. I'll put down, uh, I'm going to be honest, I'll put seven for Dean. Um, and I just want to touch on, you know, I, I, he gets a lot of stick, doesn't he? I think it, that, apart from Croncroft, I think, you know, he's probably one of the main ones that does get a lot of stick. And I thought he'd. I thought he did a lot well yesterday. I think there was a moment in, I think it was not far after kickoff, must have been about 10, 20 minutes, where he kind of edited it backwards. And there's a moment, there's just some little moments there where, where he has got a mistake in. But I agree with you, Tom. I think he kind of just let Jake Clarksall to be the one who was going to take the ball out from the back yesterday, which is very sensible because, you know, he's a lot better at it. Um, but I think, again, as I say, he, took a, he takes a lot of shit, really. And I think yesterday, I think he was one of the, you know, the forefront, the captain and the like, Tom said he was barking orders out and giving other people grief. But again, I think I put a seven because of his aerial battles. I think, you know, as a centre-back, I think, you know, you've got to be out winning your opponent in the air, really. And I think there was a few times, as Tom said, where, you know, it could have could have cost us, really. Um, but I, I go, sorry, just going back to JCS, I just think whoever plays next to him, I think he makes them look like a better player, personally. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. And, yeah, anybody that's listened to any of the pods since I've, I've, I've probably been been on, um, probably, they know that I'm not Harley Dean's biggest fan. Um, I'll give him a seven. Um, in the context of what he's done over recent weeks, that was a really good performance from him. He's still got headless chicken in his locker. Um, he, 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 he was a man possessed, which is great. You know, um, you could see that he was bang up for it, but there is a fine line between, you know, having that sort of desire and passion, but still doing your job. Um, but I, I'm not going to criticise him. I, I, I thought for a change, his post-match interview was really good. Really, yeah. really good to hear because he comes yeah. across as a bit of a miserable bastard at times, yeah. even when we're winning. Um, and, 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 I, and I just think that maybe he's giving his head a bit of a wobble and he's like, right, we, we're in this, whether we like it or not. And we, we, we've got, and he's, he's the captain. And Karanka's proven one thing, he's going to pick him regardless. So it, it, certainly from my point of view, I, I probably need to, I'm not going to change my view necessarily, but as I said, as I said before, credit where it's due. Did he play well? Yeah, I think he did. Um, he's not the biggest centre half. I don't think he's six foot. Um and the thing is, when Jay Clark Salter goes up for a header, and there was a couple of occasions, not only does he win them, but he leaves one on the player as well. Yeah. Um, whether that's intentional or not, but he, the, 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 the attacker knows that he's in a game. And I think at times with Dean, he can just, 
if you're not winning those battles, then, you know, just, just sort of human nature, the attacking side think, okay, well, we've got one here, you know, we'll, we'll keep sort of, I guess, focusing on that potential weakness, but, but no, I, I'm, I am really happy for him. Um, you know, the, the criticism isn't, isn't necessarily personal. It's just at times I don't think he's just been anywhere near good enough. Uh, and I think yesterday he probably was. Um, so yeah, fair play to him. Uh, and I am on trip for him that, you know, that I don't want any of the Blues players to play shit. I don't want to give him any clog, but you know, if they're not playing well, then, you know, as a supporter, that that's our, that's our right to, yeah. to, to make those, make those comments. Um, but fair play to the, to the captain, you know, today, yesterday was a good day. I'm, I'm sure he's feeling great today and that can only bode well for us come, uh, this coming Tuesday. Um, Okay, going to go centre mid-ish. Let, let's go with uh, Sunjic, uh, Tom G. Um, I'll put again. I'll put uh, seven down for Sunjic. Um, just just for his work rate, really. Um, I'm still not a fan of him playing where he plays. Um, I've said it numerous times. I, I really liked him last year where he was playing, and I just I know he's you know he's good at pressing and he can show that. But I just feel like off the ball, it's not. You know, it, it's not wasted. But when we're on the ball, it's we've said it before. You get into a couple of positions down the left hand side yesterday, and I just feel like you know, it's it's not somebody you want to be putting across in the box, really. Um, but again, I think you know, in terms of his pressing and and his work rate, and it, like as you say, John sort of leaving one on players. You know, he's renowned for that, really. And he, he definitely got stuck in yesterday. Um, obviously, he came off and, and the change worked really. Um, so I put yeah, seven, seven. It is Tom. Uh, I give him a seven as well. I thought it was a, a decent performance. I don't think it was anything special. Put himself about a bit, got in some good good areas, defensive areas in particular. Um, kind of, especially in the first half, late in the first half, he really nullified any any counter-attacks that Sheffield Wednesday tried to kind of muster. Um, but it just, I just thought he did his job. He, he couldn't have really... I, th- I feel like maybe he could have been a bit better going forward, but it's not really his forte anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think defensively, just he just did his job at the end of the day. Um, but going forward definitely was probably the area he could have improved on. But was it a bad performance? Far from it. I thought it was an overall good performance and a well-merited seven. Yeah. I, I think for me... Um... <clears throat> very much in the Pedersen role of first 10 minutes, he really put a marker down um, just with his attitude. Um, it, I, th- I think Sheffield Wednesday certainly knew they weren't going to get a lot of time on the ball coming out of the back. Uh, and that was down to his work rate and, and fair play to him. Again, being critical of him, not going to change that. You know, the, what one game doesn't make, you know, cons- we, we need 10 games like that. Simple as Um I, I do think that out of those 11 that played, he was definitely the most um, sort of disappointing selection for me. But again, having said that, credit where it's due, um, he was de- he was definitely up for it. Um, and and he, he did nullify, I think, a lot of what Sheffield Wednesday were doing. And, you know, and that's a part of the game, you know, that they can't all be, you know, and we'll come on to him in a minute, can't all be sort of Raheem Harper. But you know you, you got to put you you got to put the work right in. You know you need to. It's a bit like we did against Middlesbrough. You have to earn the right to play, and Sunich is a big part of I think as getting into that mindset. Yeah. So, yeah, solid seven. Um, again, he needed a performance, and uh, yeah, if he does play on Tuesday, then I'm sure that 
you know, he's going to feel a lot sort of carry, probably not carrying the world on his shoulders, which which he probably has felt that he's been doing over recent weeks because it's just not been happening for him. So uh, no, fair dues to him. Uh, and and again, a bit like Pedersen, he if he can up his if he can up his performance levels, he is absolutely a Blues cult hero in the making. He is because just the way that he is. Um, but you know his performances unfortunately haven't sort of got him to that status yet. But who knows? He, he, this may be the turning point for him. So, so let's hope so. Um, Tom, just going on to uh, Gary Gardner. Um, I gave Gary Gardner an eight. Um, I thought he played quite well. Um, I, going forward, he was decent. Uh, defending was all right. Uh, I feel like the only criticism I really had of him was he lost the ball once or twice, but uh, he missed a sitter, really. For his heading standard anyway, he uh, missed a sitter in the first half from that set piece from Bella. Um, that was probably my biggest criticism. But overall, his work, weight, his work rate was fantastic. Um, and I, I don't think he could have done all too much more, really. Yeah. Um, he committed 100%. You could tell he was one of those ones that was there to battle and fight for the fans. Um, and I think he's the sort of player that we need in this kind of final running of games towards the end of the season. Um, definitely plays with his heart. And I think that's what we need right now. Um, and we saw his commitment. He's not the most technically gifted player, uh, but on his day, he can really produce the goods. But overall, I thought it was a solid performance. I think it was just his work rate that edged him from a seven to an eight for me yesterday. So, uh, yeah, no, solid eight. Yeah. Fair news. Tom G? Yeah, I'll, I'll give him an eight as well. Um, I'll be honest. I, I, there's been times where he has been picked, regardless of the last two weeks, where, you know, I've, I've never really wanted him in the side. But I think the situation we find ourselves in definitely over the three or last three or four games, he's probably been one of the better players. You know, he obviously, you know, one of the, wears his art on his sleeve kind of play, you know, not, not, not scared to get stuck in. As Tom said, I think, you know, I think his ability does let him down at times. You know, he tried a few times where the ball was on yesterday to Sanchez and I just think if he got it once, I think, and Sanchez got fouled, but that ball was on a lot more. Um, and again, I think, I, I'm guessing Crank has liked him, as, as Tom said, you know, to, to put his head on and in, from crosses and corners and, and just get into the box to support Hogan, really. And I think there's sometimes where, you know, it, I'd rather see someone like, as, as we said before, Halilovic in there. But I think in terms of where we are at the minute and, you know, what he did yesterday, um, and I just think to top it off at the end, you know, as you said, John, running into the corner, a bit of a FIFA-style moment to piss the, piss the other team off. And I thought that was brilliant. And, yeah, so I've, I've given him a, an eye as well. Perfect. Um, I, I think from, from my point of view... Um, I think that could be a really nice sort of developing partnership with Harper now. Um, I think they complement each other, uh, which which would maybe give license for Halilovic uh, um, to come in for Sunic. That would be my, I think that would be my only change. You know, we'll talk about that in a minute. But one thing Gardner gives you, gives you a presence, gives you work rate. Um, he absolutely wants it. You know, you can tell that he's, you know, he 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 loves he loves playing for for the Blues. That's what we want. That's what we're going to need. And, and I agree that it was just absolute perfection. It was just off the charts. And, and for that, I'm definitely giving him an eight. Um, 
I'm a massive fan of it. Uh, you know, I hate it when it happens to us, uh, but we haven't been in that position for a while where we're defending a, a one nil lead with sort of three or four to go. And um, yeah, when, when he sort of fell on the ball and the guy sort of maybe brushed his knee and he, he sort of went down like, uh, you know, he'd been snapped in half and on comes the uh, physio. Absolutely brilliant. Like wasted about two minutes, love every second of it. So um, I do like him. Um, get, get, get both your points around limitations. Um, he isn't the most dynamic, um, but, I, but I think that he, he does get about the park a lot. Uh, and again, um, I, I think they were poor because of performances like him and, and Sunic, where they do a lot of work that goes unnoticed. Um, but no, I, I like him. I like him in the team. Um, so, so I'm chuffed for him again. You know, as a Blues fan, he's waking up today like we all have thinking, do you know what? A little bit of hope, maybe. Um, so, so no, um, a big fan of his and, and I hope he continues his sort of, his sort of recent form. Um, next up, start with you, Tom, uh, Rakeem Harper. I mean, <laughs> where do I start really with Rakeem Harper yesterday? I made it quite clear on my Instagram story yesterday what I thought of him. The best midfielder in the world. Nothing else needs to be said. I feel like those words are just the words I'm just going to leave there. Uh, now, I, I gave him a uh, 9.5. <laughs> um, 9.5. <laughs> you know what? The reason why he didn't get that 0.5 for a 10 was because he got caught out at the back post from uh, two corners. Um, his positioning from two of the corners was just a bit meh. He was in that back post area, didn't really kind of, I, I suppose, challenge his man all too well. So I don't expect it to be in his forte, uh, but that that was just just those little areas, little little mistakes that kind of put me off giving him a ten. But he, he nine point five overall was well merited. He controlled the game in the middle of the park, kind of. He was, at the, he was at the heart of our tempo and the, the flow that we were trying to impose on the game and uh, really dictated our style of play. Um, and he just, his work rate as well was fantastic. Uh, you know, I think he's probably better, he's better on the ball than a lot of the players in that squad. Um, you know, he's he's a risk taker as well. He likes to, likes to go forward with the ball and, you know, I take those risks that other players are too afraid of and he wants to get on the ball, which is what we need right now, because I've said it before, that squad a lot of the time are terrified to be on the ball. Um, so no, it, it's refreshing for someone to be so energetic and eager to be on the ball and make something happen. And it's about time he was put in the first team and he deserves to keep his place. I'll be shocked if he doesn't, to be honest. Um, so no, I thought overall he was fantastic, yeah. uh, especially going forward. Defending, he was all right. It wasn't perfect, but it was decent. Did the job, uh, but no, I just thought he really, really pulled the strings going forward, and his work rate was second to none. Uh, played with his heart on his sleeve, and he had the technical ability to back that desire and determination. So no, fantastic from me. Solid nine point five. Okay, Tom G. Yeah, I've given him a nine. Um, I just think he's, he's, he's everything that, as you said before, John, everything that we've needed really for a while. And I think just watching him come off the bench on the first couple of games, I think I questioned it myself because I didn't actually think he looked like he worked that hard in them games. And I think the ability, the thing is with him, I think he's got that gift of he knows where to be. And I think sometimes, you know, when you watch him, and there was even a couple of times yesterday where he doesn't actually look like he's working that hard. And I genuinely think that is because he just knows where to be. Um, and I think... 
not not comparing him to like again him in any way, shape, or form. Really, but I think what we had in terms of what you know, just that little turn on the halfway line yesterday where he took three players out, something that we had last year with with Bellingham. And I just think you can see he's, he's very comfortable on the ball. And for me, I just think we've been missing that, uh, you know, what, four four years, five years. I don't, I, I can't. I just think if there's one thing we need to do at the end of this year, it's sign him. But I know the, reading a couple of the Albion fans was asking him for him back yesterday. So um, I, I don't know. But I, I hope we sign him. I really do because I think he's a brilliant player. Yeah, agree. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm giving I'm giving him a ten. Yeah. Um, I think that. I mean, I, I, when he got home last night, he took his wallet out, his, his keys out, and Barry Bannon in his ass pocket. You know, fantastic. <laughs> um, you know, that's the first time that you know the Villa shit house hasn't actually just owned the game. He was he was anonymous, um, and, and Harper's a massive, massive part of that. I, I can't speak highly enough of him. I think that yes, he's got everything that we've been screaming for. Um, he's just he's just a very very good footballer. It, it's as simple as that, you know. Um, and and just having the bravery as he's, he's still a kid, you know. He, I know he's got a bit of experience, but even so, you know, set with second bottom away to Sheffield Wednesday, and I think maybe it took him fifteen or twenty to get in the game. Then after that, he ran it, yeah, ran it. But it's the best midfield performance from a Blues player. For as long as I can remember, you know, it, you know, because a lot of the the highlights I think this season have come from our wide men, um, or, or maybe you know, maybe Terrell when he scored the two and Garden's picked up a few goals. But I think as a complete centre midfielder performance, that's as good as I've probably seen since Bellingham a couple of Bellingham's, you know, um, uh, performances last season. So. That, that's why I've got more hope than I probably should have, given that we're still in the shit, but. Um, when you've got a player like that in your ranks, then it, I'm, I promise you, you, you know, tell me watch a lot of football, uh, and, and I'm sure you know we've all played, we've all played enough to know when you've got somebody like on your team, it gives everybody a lift. Can you just give him the ball? Just give him the ball; he'll do something with it. Whereas before that, you know, I, I think probably San Jose was brought in to do that sort of job, mm-hmm. and it's just not worked out for him. You know, I'm, nothing against the guy, but. You know, you, you sort of say to me, do you want Harper or, or, or San Jose? It, it's not a tough call at the moment. So, again, probably want to temper it a little bit. You know, it was just an outstanding performance. And, um, you know, he's going to have his hands full with, um, you know, there's, there's a couple of decent midfielders for Norwich, but he's not going to be overawed in any way, shape or form. And I, I think he'll, he'll, he'll relish the challenge. So, that absolutely brilliant. Loved it. That was my highlight of, of yesterday. Um, by, by a country mark against you know some other good performances but it, I've, I've just been waiting to see that from a Blues player for yeah. so long so yeah over the moon with that um, moving on to uh, Sanchez Tom G <coughs> what, what did you think I'm just going to do them in, in one I'm going to do the two wingers in one John um, yeah I've given Sanchez a seven and I've given Bella an eight Bella an eight because of obviously I think the ball was brilliant for the goal we wouldn't have scored if it wasn't for him uh, but just, just I wanted to do them in both, and I, you said it loads, and I never really thought about it to be honest, John, until you said it. But you know, every game I'm watching now, just swap him and Bell around, just swap them two round, and get you know, put some crosses into the coming across to Hogan, you know, so he can flick it into you know, just stuff like that. It's just, and I can't, as you say, with the you know, him def- uh, Colin defending when Sanchez is cutting inside, Bella's having to cut inside. I just think 
it just makes sense. You know, Bella's right-footed, Sanchez is left-footed. Um, but I, Sorry, with the game yesterday, I'll get a bit carried away there. Um, <laughs> I thought I thought that was both just, you know, again, a bit like um, a Dean or a Colin. I just thought, you know, they're both putting a good performance. But I do think they're wasted because of cutting inside. Yeah. Um, Tommy, you, you can carry the same mantle. Why don't you give, give us Sanchez and Bella yeah. in, in, in one? Uh, honestly, I, I couldn't tell you how similar mine and Tom's uh, <laughs> opinion on those two are really um, just from that. I gave Sanchez a seven and Bella an eight. I thought Sanchez did a job, a bit quiet at times, um, didn't see much from him, but I just think that's because he didn't get on the ball much. And he was, um, when the ball did come to him, uh, Sheffield Wednesday were very physical with him and looked to particularly nullify him. Yeah, um, which I think they did successfully, really, in the end. Um, but Bella, his his work rate was a bit higher than Sanchez. You know, he got down the flank in good areas. I was overall very impressed, and obviously he got the all important assist, and the goal wouldn't have happened. It wasn't for him. So yeah, well merited eight for him, and then a decent seven for Sanchez, just because he did his job. Yeah, I mean, I mean, from my point of view, yeah, I I wouldn't disagree with with either of those. Um, they are a threat, both of them. Um, I think that at times, you know, as an ex, you know, sort of right back, if I was defending Sanchez, it, for me, it, it's just because he's so, you, you know where he's going. Yeah, he probably goes on the outside on that on that flank twice again, if that. Just be so easy, but he's got a lot of you know he's got really good feet. He's a good player, and, and I, I like both of them. I, I do. I think that they bring. They always bring a threat. They're great from dead ball. I think that they've both got a goal in them. We, we need to see more. Um, I, I think they can both be certainly leveled that they haven't got as many goals as they probably should have. Um, and, we, and I'm just, you know, fingers crossed we get a, a worldie because they both do them, don't they? They don't, they don't yeah. score shit goals. They score absolutely brilliant goals. So um, he's a little know, bit. So, sorry, John. I was just going to say about Sanchez, and I think it's one thing I was going to say it last time. It, He's got a lot of similarities with, you know, I don't, I don't like him anymore, obviously, but Jota. And I feel like, you know, as yeah. you were saying, cutting yeah. inside on that left foot, I think he did, he did you know, he, that's why he hasn't made it in the Premier League, Jota, because that you can't do that. Players, fullbacks will figure you out and, you know, you're going to nullify it. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, I just wanted to touch on it because I know I said it to you too yesterday and I, I see, only a couple of people have seen it. Are, I just feel like sometimes, you know, if you can put someone like that behind Hogan, you know, as we were saying, like Helilovich, you know, do not think he... Because I think unless he unless he's going to push him and Bella a lot further up the pitch and play a lot higher, you know, he's not getting much of the ball sometimes. I just think, you know, if you can bring him into the middle, he's very good on the ball. And I know what you mean, you know, he's probably going to go over to the going inside on his left foot. But I just think he's so wasted sometimes when, you know, I, I don't even, I can't remember how many times he touched the ball yesterday in the first half. Yeah. But, you know, there's a lot, there's been a lot of games like that lately. Yeah, I, I think. One, one again with Harper coming into the team, and I think playing, and certainly with Gardner, and if we can get a little bit in there, yeah, I can promise you both Bella and Sanchez are going to see a lot more yeah. of the ball. They will, uh, yeah. because it's going to be. Um, I think that will be a, a clear tactic just to really move that ball um, to to both sides, both yeah. flanks. Um, so I, I think they've got a, again a big part to play. I think they're both good. Yeah, you know, very much worthy of of their positions in the team. I wouldn't want them out. I, I, again, you know, Tom G, I've obviously converted you into getting him on the left <laughs> side. Uh, um, but, you know, I, I think that, that that is definitely worth trying. Uh, he hasn't done it really yet, so I doubt that he will. But nah. um, 
I, I think the only other person that maybe gets a look in is probably Leco on one of those two flanks, but he's been poor. Um, yeah. You know, he's not been the player that we hoped he would be. I mean, Christ, if he'd, he'd had the impact that Harper's had, we, we wouldn't be in this position, would we? Um, so, 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 yeah, I, I'd agree with both of that. I think better eight, Sanchez seven. Yeah. And finally, uh, the starting uh, 11. Uh, Tom, what did you think to uh, Hogan's performance yesterday? Um, no, I think Hogan was fantastic. Uh, did his job, you know, like you said the other day, John, Fox in the Box. Um, and I, I don't think he really could have done much more. Um, his positioning was definitely his, his best asset the other day. I thought he got into some really, really good dangerous areas. And, uh, it, you know, it made... It made people like Jeremy Bella's job a lot easier. Halilovic, you know, those creative players, uh, his positioning makes their job easier. And it, the, if they can build that connection more, then we'll start to score more. And he's in good vein of form. And he's not really dropped that form since the Man City game. Uh, his work rate has been the biggest improvement for me. Honestly, he's constantly pressuring. He's bombing forward. I yeah. never saw this from him last season, even when he went on the good goal-scoring run of form. Like, I think one of my biggest criticisms was, was probably his, you know, his lack of work rate and pressuring defenders. Yeah. But now he's doing it. He's like he's got this whole new engine about him. And yeah. it's fantastic. And it was a great finish in the end. I think, you know, if the cross had made it all the way through, keeper would have saved it comfortably he's got that touch sent it the other direction towards the center of the goal and we score it's a fantastic finish times it well times his run well he couldn't have done his job any better than he did the other day um probably one or two chances he could have done better with but overall fantastic performance and it's an it's a nine from me okay tom g yeah, I completely agree with that and what you said before, you know, about his performances since um, since the Man City game. And I think maybe that, you know, I always think that might be something to do with him last, obviously last season, you know, playing up front in a two with Djokovic. And I think obviously majority of the season he's played up there on his own. And I think I think we saw that in the, in the early stages of the season where he was getting, you know, really pissed off because I think he thought, you know, I'm doing all this work on my own here off the ball. And obviously without scoring goals as well, I think, you know, that knocks your confidence. Um, and I just think, you know, since that Man City game, I know we said it before, they had a little bit of a, there was an issue between them and they've obviously sorted something out because I think since then, as Tom said, you know, his attitude has been been second to none, really. It's been brilliant. And as I just said before, I just think we need to get the ball into him more sometimes. You know, I, I know a lot of times when we, we tend to put crosses in, they're quite high and, you know, I don't think he's going to win that much in the air, really. Um, you know, he's good at, He's good at sort of getting his body in between the defender to bring the ball down. But I think in the box, I think, you know, you put it across the floor as he did against, I think, Middlesbrough was a similar goal. Just fox in the box, really. Get the ball into him. Um, but I think, uh, yeah, give, I'll give him a nine yesterday again. I think probably the last three games, he's been one of our best players, really, in terms of work, right? Definitely. Yeah. He needs to keep his trim long as well. <laughs> <laughs> Opposite to Ollie Dean. <laughs> yeah. I, th I think for me, he's... Um... It's been such a bright spark for us over, over recent weeks, you know that that real sort of pillar of hope. Because you know it, it's it's one thing having a where I think we we've been very abject in the centre of the park for weeks and weeks and weeks. There's nothing worse than having zero confidence in your in your strikers. <clears throat> Unfortunately, excuse me, um, Djukovic doesn't like you get a cow's ass with a banjo at the moment. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's. Which is disappointing, you know. He was a talisman. He was, the, you know, everything that was good about Blues. And you know, I, I still think he has a part to play. You know, if we need to play, chase a game, or do things differently, I'm sure he'll he'll play his part. But I, I'm again, I'm just really happy we've got. 
and people started tapping merchant. I don't give a shit if he's a tapping yeah, merchant. Yeah, <laughs> if he scores 25 <laughs> tappings, I'm over the moon. Exactly. Um, you know, all, all, all the best strikers, um, certainly if he's tight. Um, I mean, Gary Lineker, I mean, Christ Almighty, I don't think he scored one outside the box no. in his whole career. So, you know, I, I, I'll take it all day. Um, I think, yeah, fair, fair play to him. There's something changed massively. Um, and he, he will become a Blues legend if he keeps going the way that he is. Um, and you've only got to look, he's playing with a smile on his face. Yeah. And I, and I levelled at him about six weeks ago. He's playing with a chip on his shoulder. It's gone. It's gone. And um, I just, I, I think he could be a serious, if we can just get out of this mire that we're in. He's a sort of player, you build a team around, you know, you, you, you can, you can really hone, you know, how you attack and how you develop sort of phases of playing into the, into that final third. Um, he's great off the shoulders of center arms. He's a pain in the ass when he's got his, his head on the game. Um, and I just think he's been superb. Um, as, as we've all said, since the Man City game, something's happened. And thank Christ it has, because, you know, we've got, we're not sort of blessed with, with goal scorers by any shape or form. And, you know, we've got an unproven kid on the bench that, you know, this is not really the time at the moment. We might have a part to play, but in those key areas, you've just got to have people that you say, okay, if he gets a chance, he's going to stick it in. And yeah, I, I think that there is going to be more to come. Uh, and, and Norwich won't fancy him. It's the fact nobody will at the moment. And that's... The, one, the, the one thing I was going to say, sorry, John, I don't know if you picked up on it yesterday, but I was looking at him when he came off. The only thing I'd be worried about is he looked like he was hobbling a bit when he came off the pitch yesterday. I think. Um, it, I, I don't know if it's just because he was nah, knackered. Yeah. Shithousery. Yeah. Top, top level shithousery. You know what? I didn't even think of that, John. That's All right, the lads doing it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Take your shin pads out, feel your hamstring. Yeah. yeah. You know, take straight up. It was perfect. Absolutely yeah. perfect. So, um, I mean, I've been questioning what they've been doing at the training ground, and I think he's got them absolutely nailed when it comes to time wasting. He, they're, they're absolutely fantastic at it. Um, <laughs> so, so, I think that's the, the starting level. What I think we'll do just wrap, we'll wrap up all the subs in, in one. Um, just so, um, Tom G, what, what your, your thoughts on the subs? Yeah, I think um, for me, I think the only one that really made much sense um, was Hilly Livage, really. And I think, as you said before, you know, when he came on, just having that, that someone who wants the ball, uh, receives the ball with his back to goal and will turn around and go the other way. It's just something yeah. that we're crying out for at times. And and as you said, you know, linking linking the ball and playing it out to people like Bella and Sanchez. Um, so I think, you know, in terms of the impact off the bench, I definitely think, you know, for me, he's probably a, a good seven or eight, really. Um, as far as the others, I think Roberts did okay when he come on, Sanchez, I did, but I just I just don't agree with the subs that was made. No. Other than Halilovic. Sure. Tom? <clears throat> um, yeah, and no, I thought the uh, subs were risky, but they they paid off in the end. Uh, so I can't really criticise Hililovic in particular had a real good effect on the game. So I gave him an eight because you know I don't again another one of the players I don't think it, the goal would have happened if it wasn't for him driving forward, getting into good areas. So no, I was very impressed with Hililovic. His work rate was good and got into good areas and caused some problems for Chef Wednesday, which we all know he can because his, his resume is very impressive. It's just been about kind of settling for him. So hopefully he can do that here. Um, Roberts, I've given him a seven. Average, really, didn't really do much, uh, but defended well where he could. San Jose, I give him an eight because I thought his work rate was good when he came on, pressured well and got into the face of some of them Sheffield Wednesday players and made it difficult for him. So again, did his job. So now I was overall 
reasonably impressed with the substitutions at the time I questioned them, but no, they they, they paid off, so I can't really criticise. And Lecco, I can't really say anything about Lecco. It wasn't on long enough. So, yeah, no, that's from me. Yeah, I, I just think <clears throat> I wouldn't disagree with any of that. I, just, I don't think the he went back to his default sort of um, 70 minutes, make the changes. I, I just, uh, it was uh, for me, I just, uh, that's not, that's not my style. It, it doesn't, I don't like the, you know, they're down to 10 men. The game's there for the taking. We're bang on top. Um, we're, we're dominating all the jewels, you know, we, we've got, we've got them where we want them. And then, and then you take that sort of momentum away by the substitutions, nothing against Robertson and San Jose. Having said that, and, and one of the key things for yesterday was Halilovic is you, you, what a footballer he is. Yeah. What a footballer he is. Um, and I just hope that Karanka's got the bollocks to just get Sunic out of there and get Halilovic in. Um, we'll talk about Norwich game in, in, in a second, but um, he, he's starting to do what Harper did. I mean, Harper played himself into that starting. I mean, he, he did, I don't know why he had to because we fucking signed him, so we you know, play him. Um, but it, it's like, you know, whatever you do, you've got to sort of justify a selection. So Harper did it. And I think Halilovic is starting to do it um, because you can't keep knocking the door that he, that he is. And there was a time yesterday where, you know, we're probably about 25, 30 yards away from, from goal going forward. And he, and he tried to pass, tried to chip it over. I think he was sort of centrally tried to chip it over to Bella on the left. And, and it didn't come off. And I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. Don't care. Keep doing that. Keep yeah. doing it. You give the ball away there, he's fine. Um, so I, I really like him as a footballer. He's got a bit of uh, a bit of Fabrini about him. Um, in, he, in he, when he was when he was sort of you know put put a few, yeah. But the thing is, Fabrini, yeah, he, he didn't work out. But there's yeah. a footballer in there. I was going to say, to be honest, John, my, my shout was going to be, and I know he was a bit more of a striker, but almost reminds me a bit of you know how he's on the ball. Remember Zarate. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, you know, just just someone who's got that little bit of you know elegance about him. You enjoy to watch, exactly. isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I, I, as I said earlier, your gardeners and your sunniches are absolutely fundamental to making yeah. a team play. But fucking hell, I don't want to see eleven of them. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I want to. I want to have a break. I, I want, you know, please give me a little bit. And and and, it's, and, and when I mentioned Fabrina, yeah, it didn't work out. But anybody that watched the kid play. Can tell there's a footballer in there. We just he just didn't do it enough, and and unfortunately with those type of players because they are flair players. Unless they're real top 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 of their game, then they are going to be in and out. But you know if you don't put them in at all, you're never going to get the real good good elements that yeah. you might see absolutely nothing for 85 minutes and then bang, he'll do something that nobody else on the pitch is capable of doing. Um, and I think that he he massively. Um, yeah, he's ticking a box for me, and, and I just hope he hope he gets a start and he can really put a marker down, which I think is probably a, a decent sort of way before before we wrap it up and just have a look forward to Tuesday at Norwich. So, um, Tom G, would you make any changes? If so, why? And how, how do you think the game's going to pan out for us? I think I think as you said, I think if I was going to make any change, I probably would look at you know taking someone like Sonia Joe and then just oh, putting yeah. Gardner there. I think as you said, um, and then put you know, Halilovic in front, just in terms of, because I think we all know Norwich are going to come on to us. I think there's going to be a lot of space in that area for someone, you know, whether it's Halilovic, Terrell, Sanchez, Leco. you know, just, I just think I hope he put someone in that role. Yeah. Um, I, I was just looking at the results quickly then, you know, I think since they lost, I watched the game against Swansea, I think they lost 
two or three nil the other week. Um, and since then, you know, they've won three on the bounce, so they're definitely bang at in form, seven points clear at the top. Um, but as we've seen on just before the Blues game, sorry, yesterday, Coventry beating Brentford, which no one would have thought. So, you know, there's a possibility there. Um, again, I think it's going to take a lot of concentration. Um, very compact midfield. I think we're going to need Harper to play. I think, to be honest, I think if we're going to get a result, we're going to need him to play as well as in determination as they did against Sheffield Wednesday. But I think we're going to need a little bit more quality as well if we want to win that game. Yeah. Um, Tom, what, what do you think uh, about the Norwich game? Um, I think you should stick with the same lineup. Uh, I've got this weird feeling we're going to win one nil, but I'm sure when we come to review it, that won't be the case because um, <laughs> we'll have won three nil instead. <laughs> um, no, like I, to be honest, I wouldn't change it. Um, I don't want to risk anything. You know, I think one of my biggest criticisms of Karanka, especially early season, was too much change. And although I do think bringing in Helilovic probably over Sunjic and then pushing either Gardner or Harper back into a deep line playmaker role. I wouldn't be against it. I'd be all for it, but I just think I I wouldn't change a team that's just won a game, especially considering the rot we've just been in. I don't want to risk it. Um, And I do think we need Sunjic in a game like Norwich, Um, someone to F them up and get into them. So um, Yeah. yeah, you know, I, I just, I think that's probably. I think the safest option would be to go with the same lineup and see what we can get out of it. I'd be delighted yeah. with the draw. Delighted with the draw. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think for me. Um, yeah. I, I, I think it's been so long coming uh, that victory that um, it, it, it doesn't make a whole heap of sense to change it. Um, as much as I would like Ililevich to play. Um, I, I don't think he'd do that, to be honest. I don't think he'd take yeah. Sunic out. I think he, because he, he, he's so defensively minded as a manager, he, that's what he wants. He, he wants that real sort of solid base. Um, they've got some really good players in midfield, you know, Brendia and sort of Cantwell. Um, you know, we're going to have our hands full with them. Um, and obviously, Pook is, you know, he's, 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 a, he's an absolute dynamite striker in the championship, that's for certain. I think they're a little bit shaky at the back. I, I, think, I think that's probably where. Um, we, we can maybe sort of get involved a little bit. Um, but, you know, they're, they're top of the table for a reason. Uh, it ain't going to be easy. Um, thank Christ we've got the three points behind us um, from, from yesterday because it's only going to give us... I think we'll start the game strongly and it's just, yep. you know, how, how, it, how it pans out. Um, but, yeah, certainly nothing to be, to be worried about. And I think maybe with a side like Norwich... Which might might play into our hands perversely would be they'll maybe give us a little bit more time on the ball than the, you know, the Sheffield Wednesdays, you know, your Lutons, your Wickhams, your Cobbs. You know, I think now we've got somebody like Harper and we've got, you know, Bella and, and Sanchez, good footballers. You know, you give them time, they can damage you, they can do a lot of damage. So I hope that is the case. Um, yeah, I, I, as far as a prediction is concerned, Obviously, take a point. You know, if you can get a point from your away games, then then fine. But obviously, our away form is is pretty solid. Um, even considering where we are, you know, the, the, the away form's always been okay. Um, I mean, if we could get a win, I mean, it, the whole thing changes for me. The whole thing changes. Because I just think that the belief will be 
massive at that point. So um, I hope I hope we win. I think it's going to be yeah. tough. Um, yeah, I, I, I fancied it yesterday. What, I, did, I really did. Sorry, I, think no, I, did. I was just going to say, the one thing that worried me, I was just thinking, because you know, I remember watching the last game we played against Norwich. I think it was on Sky. Um, and if I remember rightly, I might be wrong here, but I think that was probably the worst game we've played all season. And, and they won 2-0. And yeah. I don't even think we had a shot in that game. I don't, we didn't create anything. And I remember because I was sat here and I think I drank about five cans while I was watching it. I was up bored. And it could have been 4-0. And I just feel like if the one thing you can't do tomorrow, and I think, I think sorry, I did say about Sonny's not starting, but I think if there's one thing that I probably would like, it is, as Tom said, the same team and just get into them. Don't sit back. Don't allow them that time to come on to you like we did in the last game. Because as you said, they've got more than enough quality to punish you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say quickly. Um, I remember the last time we played Norwich, we actually contained them at nil nil for eighty five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you know, I it was when Dean, I think it was Dean who got sent off. Um, yeah. yeah. That that was when it fell apart. <clears throat> and I thought that performance in particular was a great defensive performance. Poor going forward. We did nothing to him going forward. But honestly, I think if we could contain them for, you know, 60, 70 minutes. Um... I, I, I just I just don't think we'll... We, we, if we're going to win that game tomorrow, we're going to have to score twice because I don't think Nor- Norwich uh, are going to not score against us. I yeah, and I think if we looked... Uh, I, just, uh, I just feel like if we look to contain them for 60, 70 minutes, um, probably 60 minutes, bring on Halilovic, maybe even Leko, yeah. and just go for them. Yeah. I, I think, you know, or... I'd take the approach of going for them straight for the off, but that can be quite risky, yeah. especially if he plays a high line, which I dread. I hope he plays <laughs> a deep line because it never works. Um, I just, yeah, no, I feel like it. I wouldn't be against going straight at them because I don't think they'd expect it. Uh, but Norwich win a lot of games 1-0. That's, yeah. There's a common pattern and that's the way they like to play. So I just think we should contain them, frustrate them and then see if we can nick something. But I'd settle for a point. I really yeah. would. And a clean sheet at home would be massive, especially yeah. against Norwich. We just need to keep building up the confidence and the yeah. results will come. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think I think probably to, to sort of wrap it up, um, even uh, there's a difference between containing, I think, how, we, how we've sort of tried to contain teams probably like last time we played them. But I think what we've now got, hopefully, if Harper does start we'll have an edge to our game. I think yeah. that, you know, there will always be a threat rather than, you know, similar to maybe maybe unfair, but when we played Man City, if you remember, we just sat off, sat off, sat off, didn't, didn't, didn't lay a glove on them. Um, <clears throat> and, and I think there's got to be a, a combination of um, really get involved first 10, um, make Campbell and Buendia know they're in a game. Because if we don't, Campwell's he's, he's got that sort of... Campwell will kill us if we do not neutralise him. And I think that's yeah. why Sunjic has to play. Yeah. No, and that's why, I, I, you know, I think if, if it was me, then, yeah, I definitely wouldn't change the teams purely for that reason. Um, but, yeah, I, I think... So, from my point of view, I'm going to go... I'm going to go one each. Um, and, and, and I'd be... I'd take that. I'd be happy just to, just to keep that bit of bit of momentum going from, from Saturday. Uh, Tom G, what, what, prediction for the for the game? I don't, I don't know what to say, here, John. I want to say one nil Blues, but I, I'm going. I'll say two one Blues. I'm going to say we're going to score two what? goals for the first time since God knows when. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and Tom, you, you sticking with your one nil? You've been to be fair to you, mate. You've been saying it for 
for the last sort of 48 hours. Yeah. So uh, yeah. you're staying with that. I've I've sobered up since then, and um, <laughs> I'm still confident it's going to be one nil to the mighty Birmingham City. But we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Top man, top man. Right, well, that, I think that sort of wraps it up, guys. Thanks very much for your time. Yeah, no worries. And uh, yeah, let, let's hope next time we we sort of um, we go through the, the sort of the review of the performance. It, it's in the similar sort of uh, vein that this one's been. It's, you know, obviously it's, it's so good and so gives everybody such a lift just getting those three points. And let's hope we can get another three. But uh, yeah, we will see. But between now and then. Um, yeah, everybody stay safe, keep right on, and uh, let's get a big win against Norwich. Cheers. Sports Social Podcast Network. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.